Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. superhero, someone larger than life to entertain the masses as a modern-day gladiator. So God made a wrestler. I need someone who travels city to city, endures broken bones, torn ligaments, and battered bodies. I need someone to shake hands, smile, take pictures, sign autographs to any fan who wants one. So God made a wrestler. In front of millions on TV, thousands in the arena, or a hundred in an Elks club. To fly, to bleed, to give all for the fans. So God made a wrestler. Children stricken with disease in need of a single moment to forget hardships. Adults in need of a hero to look up to, or just a villain to be vanquished. Or maybe just a night out for a father and son. So God made a wrestler. To live a life on the road, sacrificing family and friends. Warriors whose victory lie in the glory of the pop or to just bask in the heat. As fans, we all stand thankful that God made a wrestler. You have tuned into the Ken Reedy Show. Thank you so much for being here. The best in pro wrestling talk. Very happy to be here been gone for about two weeks, so we got a lot to talk about tonight. Be sure to check us out on Facebook.com slash The Ken Reedy Show. we got some really cool uh, Hall of Fame discussions going on right there, and we're going to go to the Facebook page at some point tonight. So uh, get over there because we got a lot to talk about the WWE Hall of Fame coming up on WrestleMania weekend. Check out Twitter at The Ken Reedy Show, and uh, as well as the website, TheKenReedyShow.com. Great check that out. And... Uh, you can see myself each and every week on MeTV doing commentating 
for NWA on fire at 11 o'clock every Friday night. So be sure to check that out. But it's an amazing night tonight because we got a big announcement. Before we get to that announcement, I'm going to cue in my, my tag team partner. We got a guy, you know, we, we make it run here. Dave, how you doing tonight? Amen, brother. Amen. I'm doing good. Man, I, I am psyched, so let's let's get right to it. I'm gonna, you know, I, it's it's just been a it's been a fun ride. And uh, first off, I know, uh, you know, we do this a lot, but whatever, we're nice people. So uh, first off, thank you to everybody out there that, that continues to support us, and uh, it's been pretty amazing as this show goes. That uh, you know, we we've had some disappointments along the way, but the vast majority of stuff that's gone on for us has has been positive, and. Uh, you know, we can only thank everyone who continues to support us. And we're going to get to the phones. I mean, already the, the, the switchboard's lighting up, so we're going to talk some wrestling. But, uh, you know, it's pretty amazing. When I, when I look back, you know, I went, you know, in college I, I studied theater. And after that, you know, I, I kind of got out of theater because, you know, I, I, I found it really annoying being around theater people. <laughs> that was it. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed performing, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And, uh Years later, I, uh, you know, wound up going to Connecticut School of Broadcasting, as as Dave did as well, um, you know, but separately. You know, we're both separate, you know, going on our journeys very separately and uh, really enjoyed the idea of uh, broadcasting and being out there with a microphone and just talking about things and stuff and didn't know what I wanted to talk about. I mean, you kind of get in that, hey, you know, just do sports radio because that's what everyone wants to do. They want to do sports radio and uh Met some people there, tried to do a kind of a morning show vibe thing. Uh, we called it the Morning Wood. And, uh, you know, putting that on the Internet never really worked for us. Uh, started the Ken Reedy show and uh, started it as a sports thing. But, uh, you know, people who were listening kept emailing me and asking me to uh, talk a little bit more about wrestling. Uh, we were like a, a sports show that was wrestling friendly. And, uh, yeah, so that went on. And then... Uh, Lo and behold, I go out to uh, Arizona, who would have thought, out to Arizona for WrestleMania, and it uh, turns out that in, in Arizona, that the uh, the drinking and driving laws are very strict, and good for you, Arizona, but uh, if they smell something on you, they will, supposedly that's a night in jail, that's what I was told, you don't want to be caught even having a drop of alcohol on you and getting in a car. So we get to the hotel, and uh, we had rented a car because we, we actually flew into Vegas, drove to Arizona, and they're like, you don't want to. Don't take the chance. Take a cab. I'm like, all right, fine. You know, we'll, we'll take a cab. Don't want to take a chance. Don't want to be in, in jail in Arizona. And the bellhop says, hey, these, these two guys from Connecticut who would probably want to share a cab with you. So, uh, you know, I'll put them in touch with you if that's okay, and we'll figure it out. Okay, sounds good. And lo and behold, as as the stars continue to align, those two guys happen to be Dave's brothers. And so through that, that meeting, and we stayed in touch and eventually met Dave. And uh, one fateful day, just, just hanging out saying, hey, you know, I, I kind of uh, – want to do this thing and I want to kind of start doing it live and uh you know having a co-host would probably be a, a good thing or are you game for it and Dave said hey let's do it and 
over over time we we've seen uh you know our, our listeners going from you know under 100 to over 4000 and they continue to go up and up and up and uh again can't thank everyone enough who who continues to support us and so as this happens as it continues to grow big thank you to to our producer Michelle who uh uh, you know, behind the scenes stuff, and, and when the show's going on, she's probably doing it right now, but she's out there and she's tweeting people and connecting on the internet. And uh, you never know who's listening because she'll shoot tweets to to John Cena and then Hulk Hogan and whoever, as well as, uh, you know, some are smaller tier guys. And uh, she's always out there kind of networking while the show's going on. And uh, so she starts talking to someone on, on the Twitter and. Uh, this guy happens to to be a radio producer and trying to put a, a radio station together. And uh, so she says, well, give the show a listen. If you like wrestling, give the show a listen. And he did give the show a listen. And I know it was a long-winded, roundabout way to get here. But here we go. The big announcement. The future of the Ken Reedy Show and where we're, we're taking this. That. We have been picked up by an AM radio station. We are going to be on the radio. So we're going to keep the Sunday slot for now. Um, and our our slot for the radio is going to be on Tuesdays. We're going to start it off at one hour and see how that goes. So it'll be Tuesday evenings, 6 to 7 o'clock, which will be fun because we'll get you like right after the day after Raw. So we want you guys to call in and bring it that day. Um, but and it's going to be it's going to be simulcast on the internet as well as uh, through the the AM radio station. So we're we're legit, ladies and gentlemen. We are actually we have a radio show. We'll be on the radio airwaves. So those of you who are out there who are in the Newark and surrounding areas, 1640 AM is where we're going to be. We're going to be rolling this out the first week in March and. I don't know, because Dave, I mean, this is a big deal for us, and I was starting to think about it. You know, I bet that it's possible that we may have the only wrestling show on AM radio. So I am pretty pumped, Dave. We're we're kind of, again, we keep moving forward. We keep making strides. So, Dave, how do you feel, man? We're we're, we're legit. Yeah, I, I'm pumped. Um, the, 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 the thing that gets me the most is very humbling, but also – surprising and this is and this is no you know knock on us personally but um you know starting out this journey on internet radio um you know has been has been awesome and when we went to wrestlemania last year in miami and our goal was to try to put the show out there and the bus ride helped because we had different countries on our bus and people from different countries listened to us, and that was just amazing as it is. We had a caller from the U.K. in England, um, and, uh, you know, I thought to myself, well, you know, if we get as big as that, you know, I mean, I want to get bigger, and I want to make this show even bigger, but if we get as big as that, that will be pretty cool, and, you know, I'll be, I'll be, I wouldn't say okay with it, but you know where I'm going with it. So anyhow, you know, I, I, I think to myself, in the year that we've started and how we've grown, quickly for 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 a, a small unit just the two of us you know I mean, and, and our producer michelle as well and, and of course everyone that listens to because you're all a part of you're you're all a part of the bus ride um 
it's it's surprising and humbling. I'm not saying that like I didn't think that we could we could get to that point, but um, you know I was more focused going day to day to day. That's just how I am personally. And like I said, this is no knock on any of our talent. I don't want you to take this the wrong way, Ken. I'm just I, I'm humbled that in a year we've started that now we are moving over to AM radio, and we're not leaving any of you here over on, on Internet radio. You know, you can listen online, too, to uh, 1640 AM um, out of Newark, New Jersey. But it's just very humbling, and, and I mean, I, I don't really have too many words to say about it other than, like, I'm, I'm happy, and I can't wait to see what this brings, and I can't wait to, you know, people who, who listen to that radio station who've never listened to us, I can't wait to bring our show to them so that they can see what we're all about and see the following that we have that that, that, that has grown from a year, because we're just a little over a year of being on the air together, and it's it's become it's become quite humbling, Um as a person, to I know I use that word a lot, you know, in this, in this in this minute rant or so, but I really don't have any you know anything to say. It's great, it's awesome. I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it, and I hope everyone comes along for the ride. Everyone. Yeah, man. I mean, and you say it, but it's true. I mean, I I find it pretty humbling too. I mean, I you know we started. There was kind of that whole like, man, could could we get to a thousand listens in a month? Like, can we can we get to that? Like, it was almost you know that. That short-term goal, like let's let's get there, and and it's just been it's pretty amazing how things, um, you know, continue to move forward, and uh, you know, can't thank the people who continue to support us uh, enough, and and we're gonna bring our unique brand of uh, wrestling analysis and entertainment uh, to the AM dial. So uh, looking forward to the opportunity, and it's gonna be a brand new radio station that they're gonna be rolling out. Uh, Come that first week in March, so uh, you know we're we're like the the soldiers on the front line putting this uh, putting this station on the map. So we're uh, we're pleased to be part of it. Uh, looking forward to uh, getting things going. And uh, cool enough, we have actually the uh, uh, you know what because he because he's picking us up. Should I say it like we have the genius behind everything uh, going forward in uh, 1640. Uh, you know, this guy Dave's got a vision of what he wants the station to be. He's got a show that he's doing over there uh, right now, but he's he's picking up uh, more and more talent as as time goes on and trying to build this radio station. So, uh, and we have him on the line. So, without further ado, uh, let's get to it. Dave, are you there? Yes, sir. I am here. Let me just say, I am humbled to be on your radio program. Thank you. We're all we're all so humble here. It's such a nice vibe. <laughs> Well, yeah, I heard the co-host talking about being humbled like 20 times in the same rant, so I figured I had to throw that out there. <laughs> so, you know, give us a little synopsis. I mean, it's interesting because, you know, as as you start to talk about, uh, you know, history and everything, and, and there's a lot of shared or a lot of similarities between all of us. Uh, why, don't, why don't you give us, a, you know, everyone who's out there listening who may not have heard, you know, your show, uh, you know, you do Pure Gold, uh a little bit of, of how you conceptualize your show and your history in the business and, and your vision now for uh, Ironbound Radio 1640. Well, that's, that's a lot to uh, try to encapsulate. But basically, uh, my co-host and I, Joe, you know, we've been friends for a very long time. He was actually my supervisor at a job I had in high school. And you're going back like uh, 14, 15 years at this point. And we've always stayed in touch. And ironically, it was because of wrestling that we became friends. So we always talked about it, watched pay-per-views. Uh, we actually, 
and this is a sad note, but we were actually watching the Over the Edge pay-per-view when Owen Hart died, and uh, we ended up getting together when Chris Benoit, you know, that horrible thing with Chris Benoit, we were watching Raw together at the same time, so we basically decided to never watch wrestling again together, otherwise some terrible things seem to happen. But after listening to talk radio all of our lives, Mike and the Mad Dog, you know, any famous any famous uh, duo, whatever you want to call it, we love sports and wrestling, so we decided, you know what, if everybody else is doing it, why don't we do it? And at the time, um, my wife said, hey, why don't you guys go on YouTube and try YouTube videos? We tried that. doesn't work. Uh, well, it didn't work for us. And it's actually on our website. If you go over to purebopg.com, you'll see the follow-up. It's an inside joke. We have, like, five YouTube videos from, like, three years ago, and we never update them, but we still leave it on the site. So when that didn't work, we said, well, how else can we make this happen? How can we turn this into a viable radio program? And we ended up going on blog talk, just like you guys. This is going back two years now. So we're doing blog talk radio. We're enjoying it. At the beginning, we're getting, like, 15 listens, you know, 20 listens, and you know, whatever, we figured it was okay, but as time went on, we started getting more and more talent on the show, you know, famous football players and eventually some famous wrestlers, and we just kept doing our show, you know, for the better part of two years now. We, we just made two years in December, and now, you know, we're getting over a 1,000 listens an episode. We, we almost hit 3,000 one time. So we just really, you know, you talk about being humbled. We're just humbled that people actually find us entertaining enough to listen to as of course I'm sure you guys do with all your callers and everything. So as we do the show, we end up on 1640. Again, my wife tells me, hey, I found this ad on, on you know, the Internet, and they're looking for, for someone to intern at this radio station. So I was like, you know what? It's a bump up. It's something different. It's a little bit more than Internet radio. So I said, why not? You know, everybody's on the Internet, and obviously not, no not to anybody, but I've heard some terrible shows, you know, can I mention it to you on the, on the air on Wednesday. I like your program because not only are you and your co-host entertaining, but you actually sound professional. You don't sound like two douchebags who are just, you know, talking garbage and, and just being morons and, you know, just cursing and, you know, acting like lunatics. So I heard your show and I said, you know what, I want to work with these guys. I want to try to figure this, this out and how we can get them in. Once I started on, uh, on 1640, um, I did, you know, I did that for a couple months, and things kind of panned out where one of the guys had to leave. So I decided to step in and fill the gap. And uh, I realized this is a long answer, but as I come to a close, to throw it back to you guys, I just decided I want to save this radio station. I want to make it something different. I want to get more talent on here. Uh, you know, spoke to Ken uh, through Michelle, his producer. Got in contact with him. I got in contact with a bunch of other different talents. One of the guys actually happens to be the person who, I'm not sure how familiar with sports you guys are, but last year when the Giants won the Super Bowl, they had a, a little theme. It was called All In. But we got the guy who made that, the guy who spoke to them and gave them that word that, that inspired them to go on and win the Super Bowl. And uh, their whole All In thing, we had him on there. And interestingly enough, after we spoke uh, the other day, Ken, uh, Ozo, who's another one of the talents who does uh, magazines and a lot of uh, Latin music and stuff like that. She actually found a television personality who's pretty well known in the Spanish community who wants to do a radio show on 1640. So he signed on, got the Ken Rady show. I've got a whole bunch of different shows just lined up and people who are hungry, who are willing to do, you know, what it takes to just take it to the next level and make 1640 Ironbound Radio a success. It's going to be a, a lot of variety. 
and it may not every show may not be for everybody, but we've got something for everybody. Uh, you know, Monday through Friday evening, we're gonna have all kinds of amazing programs. That's awesome. Why don't you say so said we have like why don't you give us a rundown right now? I mean, you, you have a TV personality. What other programs uh, we're looking to see on uh, sixteen forty? Well, right now, of course, um, we have Monday nights. We have two shows that, that we're working on. One of them is going to be kind of like a, a women's program, and you know, there's going to be some religious aspects to it. We have another show that's uh, that's similar to ours. Following that on Monday, so starting at five p.m., we're going to have that. We're going to have five to six, and then another six to seven show. And he's also a huge wrestling fan, somebody who uh, actually told me he knows you through somebody else, uh, Ken. He's a big uh, caller into the Busted Open program, which you and I spoke about the other day. So he likes wrestling, he's, but he's going to talk about everything, current events, news. Tuesday, which is one of the big nights, we have uh, another show with music and, and, and also a, a religious theme to it. Following that, actually, I'm sorry, before that, we have the, the woman that I mentioned earlier, who is going to be doing a lot with the Latin community. It's going to be a bilingual program, which in the heart of Newark, that's great because there's a, there's a heavy Portuguese and, and, and Hispanic population. So we're going to have that. She's going to have – she actually has a couple of famous people, like one of the guys on Lost and just, you know, amazing connections that she has, well, very well-known actors and actresses and singers. They're going to come on our show. She's going to interview them. We have another program following that. Then, of course, your show, which is, uh, you know – one of the big the big headliners on, on Tuesday night as you close out that night. Wednesday, as of right now, we're keeping pure gold. Uh, nobody else wants to, wants to do this show on Wednesday right now. So uh, my show is going to be from 6 to 7.30 where we talk about sports life and everything in between, wrestling, movies, television, you name it. You know, we talk about it. Thursday, the gentleman that I mentioned earlier who's going to be discussing, you know, community issues and also have a lot of famous football players and basketball players that he's connected to on his program, you know, talking to them about different things. And then Friday night is the night that I mentioned where the television personality from, from uh, Telemundo, which is, you know, in the Latin community, everybody knows that station, he's going to be on there. Um, you know, he's going to do 6 to 8, so he's going to have, like, the Friday night, you know, going, people going out, going to dinner. We're going to have that, that kind of the heavy hitter, I guess you could say, one of, the, one of the people that we're extremely excited to have on the program, and he's going to, you know, take it. He's going to have a Spanish program, and, and, again, in that area, it's amazing. So Monday through Friday night, we have we have at least one, if not two or three programs of different things and different varieties for everybody to listen to. So, again, we're just really excited to have that whole, the whole talk circuit covered, uh, you know, during the week. Well, it sounds, I mean, I'm just excited to be on board. Like, it sounds like we're going to have uh, quite the eclectic uh, lineup going forward. Uh it, it, it's just it's gonna be great. Uh, we're we're psyched. Uh, Dave's pumped. Uh, well, both Dave's. We got two Dave's now. But we're all we're all pumped. We're all psyched that uh, we're gonna be part of this experience and uh, onward and upward for uh, 1640. Uh, you know, and you mentioned you are a wrestling fan since this is a wrestling show. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the current product in the WWE? What are you thinking about uh, wrestling and uh, you know where we're going uh, leading towards WrestleMania? Well, obviously, any wrestling fan, any, anyone listening to your program, even a nominal wrestling fan knows that this is the biggest time of the year. You know, this is leading up to the Super Bowl of wrestling. We had the Royal Rumble. We have the Elimination Chamber coming up. And, you know, we talked about this on Wednesday, Ken, but I'm excited in a sense. And, you know, I'm wondering how WrestleMania is going to turn out. There's rumors on the Internet, you know, take them for what they're worth. Undertaker may not be there. Now, I am not a, a huge Undertaker fan. Uh, I don't – I know he's – 
celebrate and everybody loves The Undertaker. But that's just, you know, my personal taste. Um, but I know it's a big thing to have him at WrestleMania, so I'm wondering how that's going to pan out, if he's going to show up. Of course, CM Punk just finished his historic title reign, so I'm wondering where he's going to fit into the title picture. You've got The Rock and, and uh, John Cena. seem like they're headed for a collision course. And, you know, for all the Internet wrestling fans out there and all the people who don't like The Rock as champ, I understand why people don't like it, but at the same time, it's not like Ken Reedy came off the streets and, and no one in the WWE knows who he is and he brought up from NXT or developmental and they threw the WWE championship on him. The Rock is one of the all-time greats. Like it or love it, he put years and years and years into this business and he was there in the WWE full-time. He helped carry the Attitude Era. So the fact that he's there with all the exposure that he has, he, The Rock doesn't need to do this. And I think people really have to understand that. And, and I love The Rock personally. He's one of my top five ever. But The Rock doesn't need to be back in the WWE. If anything, they need him more than he needs them. His, his movie career is so successful, and he makes way more money doing that. But he loves the business. He thought it was time to come back. You know, Punk, again, has this amazing title reign. He's an amazing talent. I'm just curious to see what's going on. And I guess one, one last thing, you know, before I throw it back to you guys. Again, controversy, Brock Lesnar. Regardless of what anybody thinks, I, I love Brock Lesnar personally, but the man gets a reaction, and that's why he's there. I see people complaining, and supposedly the talent in the back, they're complaining. You know what? When you get to that level, or when as a, if you ever get to that level, then you can gripe and you can complain, but these guys are larger than life. Rock comes out, the music hits, the crowd explodes no matter where they are. So to me, I want to see what Brock Lesnar does. I want to see what The Rock does. I want to see what they do with Punk and Taker. You know, I want to see what Chris Jericho does, another one of my top five all-time favorites. So just like you guys, I'm excited, a little nervous for what the WWE is going to do, but I'm sure that WrestleMania is going to be a, a spectacle in one way, shape, or form. It's going to be something to talk about. It is. I mean, and you hit, like, so many good points. I mean, it is so exciting, and, and you know, I think wrestling is exciting when you're kind of – you know, you don't know what's going on. So, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, it's a great time of year to be a wrestling fan. Uh, before we let you go, just again, give everyone, because uh, your show is, is on 1640 right now, and you have a website. So uh, plug your show, plug the website, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be going that first week in March. We'll be uh, up and running. But plug away, my friend. Thank you, Ken. I appreciate the, the time on here. My co-host is actually listening uh, right now, and he, he kind of like went nuts on me because, I gave the old show tagline, but there's a purpose behind it. Pure gold. We talk about anything and everything and tell it like it is. Um, that's our model. That's our tagline. You can check us out, puregoldpg.com or on iTunes, you know, just like Ted and his show. We're on Blog Talk Radio. Um, and, you know, we're just excited. It's, again, Wednesday, 6 to 7.30. I also have a new website. I spoke to you about this uh, off the air, Ken, but I, I figured out that little thing that we were talking about. So yeah. I'm excited because come March, I'm going to have a brand new website for 1640. So everybody can go there, and, of course, you can plug it on the show, uh, you know, when we get that up and running in a couple of weeks so that you guys will be on there, all the talent will be on there, the fans uh, listening to your show can be exposed to all the other shows. And we're just, like I said, thrilled, excited, you know, honored to have you aboard. And, uh, you know, one day maybe I'll get a chance to come back on the air and, and tell the interesting uh, connection, I guess you could say, that we have from listening to you on the radio and, and saying, you know what, I want to get that guy on my show, and now here we are about a year or so later, and you're going to be on our programming. So that, that's very exciting for us. 
Yeah, it is kind of cool. I'm excited. So uh, thanks for spending a few minutes with us, and uh, I'm sure you'll be back on the show uh, soon enough. But looking forward to uh, blowing the doors off come that first week in March. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good night. Talk to you later. Oh, well, there you have it. Look at that. I mean, it's tough, man. It's tough transitioning out of this because I just I'm, I'm sitting here like smiling ear to ear, like you know. And, and it's a small station. I'm I'm not getting ahead of myself or anything, but it's. It's radio, man. I mean, we're, we got the show on the radio. It's kind of cool. You know, sitting here in my little studio, you know, each and every Sunday, just hanging out, talking, wrestling, and, and uh, yeah, we're going to be on the radio. It's awesome. So uh, thanks a lot, Dave, for uh, calling in. And, and, and you know what? Like, we, we got some stuff we got to talk about, uh, and we really want to hit some Hall of Fame talk. About. You, you guys rock, man. Uh, there's so many things on the table, so many things that happen in wrestling, and You've heard us blather on and on about how how excited and humble we are right now. So, And you're all patient out there on the phone. So I'm just going to go to the phones right now because uh, we got a full bank of calls. Be patient, my friends. I'm going to do my best to get to each and every one of you. And like you do each and every week, callers, bring it strong. So let's, let's talk wrestling. It, it's a potpourri right now. Whatever you want to talk about in the world of wrestling, just bring it. And uh, we'll go right out here. We'll start at this. Uh, I think this is Tony. Tony, are you there? Oh, yeah. I'm here. How you doing? Oh, how you doing? Guys? How are you? Uh, I am humbled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to get made fun of a lot tonight, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, my God. That no, no, really is awesome that you're going to be on a, on a radio station. I mean, congrats to all of you guys. Thank you, appreciate it. Yeah, we're, we're but I'm glad what? you're humble. So, what do you got for us this week? What do you want to talk about aside from uh, humbly congratulating? Us? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I mean, there's been, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, that announcement just blew, you know, blew my mind away. My, my, my mind's like a freaking blank right now. So it's like, uh, but yeah, no. I mean, I, it's been a good. You know, I, I did see the rumble. I thought the show. You know, I. I thought the show was really good. I mean, despite you know Cena winning, uh, I thought the Rumble match itself was really, really good. Uh, you know, even uh, even Raw the next night was good too. You know, um, the uh, I don't you know if the fan is, but the only reason it was good, Miss TV, was because of Heyman. You know, that was um, you know Paul Heyman was really awesome there. But the uh, you know and then with Brock Lesnar coming out and uh, signing the Miz, I'm sure you must love that. <laughs> I did. I, I popped pretty hard for uh, Miz getting his ass kicked. I got to be honest, but uh, you know, I mean, it's funny though, man. And I try, you know, again, I'm not a fan, and I try to be as objective as I can when I'm evaluating Miz. But I, I really like, you know, lately, I, you know, I and I granted, I didn't like. I've never been a fan. Um, but when he was a heel, to me at least, it was kind of. I'm not a fan, but I get it. I get the heel thing. It's working. He's good at that. And just every time he's out there as a face, I, I still I'm waiting for that moment where I'm just like, yeah, he looks comfortable now. It just it always looks awkward. And uh, you know, it's funny. And he's not established enough as a face. Like I I would bet I'm not the only person that cheered when Lesnar planted him. So it's just, it was it was kind of a weird vibe. But yeah, I I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed seeing the the set get wrecked and. I don't know where exactly they're going to go with it, but uh, 
you know, it was, I, I did enjoy seeing Dennis Askew. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I knew you were dead, you know, because you know, I, I agree, you know, because it just, you know, the Miz character as a, as a face, it just doesn't, doesn't click. You know, I, you know, he, he's just, nat- he, that, cat, that character is just, natu- is just naturally a, a heel, so, you know, it's... Yeah, I mean, he's, he's uh, you know, he's kind of a, a smarmy, uh, well-dressed, conceited, you know, egotist is kind of the character, um, and it's still kind of the character, and it's it's just not working as as a face a, a, at all. But you know, can I for a sec, guys? What? Can I, let me just chime in for one second. You know, I do agree with both of you on your on your points and your opinions, but here's something that hasn't been thought of. At least, you know, I think it hasn't been thought of, but. Um, to give this one more chance with the Miz, and I know a lot of people probably are going to, you know, scratch their heads and say, what are you thinking? But Miz's best work was when he was with someone, it seems like. He did great work with Big Show. He did great work with, um, you know, Alex Riley. But his best work was with John Morrison. And there have been rumors that John Morrison was supposed to appear in the Royal Rumble. Um, obviously, that didn't happen. What if they brought John Morrison back and brought those two together as a tag team and tried to have – I mean, because let's face it, John Morrison, he's a good-looking guy. A lot of the girls go crazy for him. The guys, they they don't go as crazy for him, but they pop pretty big because he does some pretty athletic, artistic stuff. Um, what if they put the two of them together as a tag team and helped – give Miz some of that rub off of popularity that Morrison has and help him become a better baby face. It seems like Miz, when he was with Morrison, even though they were heels, they both worked well with each other and they worked off of each other, you know, when it came to, you know, work on the microphone. But they were also a great tag team in the ring, too. What if they went that route? What do you think, Tony? Well, I... That could actually be interesting, you know, because like I said, they were they were uh, a tag team. They were heels, and then they you know split and had then they um I don't know, Morrison turned face, and then uh, they, you know they feuded for a bit and he left. But then uh, if they brought them back as a, a as a babyface tag team, I don't I I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe maybe that could work out. I don't know. Maybe maybe that that might benefit you know be, be better for this because anything to uh, Dave, I think you know, they're all a character out. They're all really good points. I mean, he did work well. I, I mean, I, look, and it's, I, I don't mean to sound like a jerk about it. And again, you know, and I'm try, I try not to be biased, but I mean, really and truly, it's like he's just not good enough. I mean, he's not. He's 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 got things he does well, but I I, I don't look at him as you know a, a main eventer. He's just he's not that caliber of talent. Um, and and the stuff you bring up, yeah, like Miz has worked with other people, and. I you know it's a re- I think it's a really good idea because I I think you're right I think uh, Morrison just coming back will immediately get you know a decent pop and uh, you know uh, people will be glad to see him back um, you know I mean even working with somebody whether it's uh, you know with or against I mean one of Miz's greatest matches was against Morrison. Uh, so, I mean, down the road, if you look at splitting them up, you know, a good mid-card and uh, kind of rivalry. Uh, but I think putting them back together would, would definitely help Miz a lot. It would help Miz in, in the realm of being a face. Um, I also think that if you look at right now, 
it's only a matter of time before they they split up team hell no um and we talked a lot on the show about you know rekindling the tag division uh you know team hell no might be on its way out within the next like couple months obviously they split up uh the road scholars uh you know putting a team like that together uh might be something that the uh tag division could use uh you know we might be running into that spot where we kind of been real positive about the tag division but uh it might be you know it might be in need of another shot in the arm and that might be a a tag team to uh get it done i kind of like it i think it would be perfect for the miz and it would be a perfect way to uh you know bring morrison back i mean what if even whether it's brock lesnar or someone else you know someone's screwing with miz on miz tv and uh you know Morrison comes running down to the ring to kind of a, a system, and uh, that's how you bring Morrison back into the fold. Uh, I like it. I, I think it, it could work really well. Good call. Stanford, if you're listening, we're fixing things. Anything else you got for us, Tony? Let's see. The, uh, what was, what was the, they, they announced the um, – I did hold them with the Cena, Sheamus, Ryback. You know, they came into the crowd or whatever during the um, – Man, I don't remember what segment the shield the shield thing was, but um, you know, after the show, you know, they did what I, uh, you know, Cena made the uh, announcement. There's going to be a six man. I'm, I mean, uh, what, they, what this should what they should do is make it a you know like a chamber, you know, with, with like a, a war games, you know, a war games. You and everyone else have been saying that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, okay, that's what I figured. <laughs> But uh, even um, if as far as like to the, uh, the the other chamber match goes, you know, it's like you know, I mean, Mark Henry's return was kind of cool. I, you know, I'm, that was that was a, that was a nice twist. I didn't see that coming. Uh, if they want, you know, it's like they might have him uh, win the chamber and do him and Del Rio at WrestleMania. I, I, I you know, I'd be fine with that. that. I think I, I think that could be good. I mean, even uh, even Del Rio's face turn has actually worked out for him. I mean, which is kind of you know, I was kind of surprised because you know, it's like. The, with the, you know, except for this past Friday SmackDown, I thought that segment was kind of hokey. But yeah, I I, I thought the, the the Del Rio Big Show feud is even been uh, is even pretty good. Because yeah, um, you know, I, I, I think the I think the face turn. I mean, you know, it's like it's, for Del Rio, it was like at first half it was like, wait a minute, you know, they just like me, it, it it was just like this isn't going to work. But it's just you know, it's 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 yeah, I I think it's given his character a a new whatever you know, it's it's it's. And I hate different directions for the character because as a heel it was kind of getting stale. So you know it was so so turn him you know turn him face I think you know I think helped out you know because he was saying you know saying you know oh yeah I used to you know, he used to I used to berate the fans and this and that and now I see what Big Show's doing to me and, blah, 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 and uh, to Ricardo and blah 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 and now he's like totally you know it's like I said, you know I, I think you know uh, surprisingly uh, I, I think the face turn has been has been working out for him, well for him. I agree. I mean, I think that, you know, when you look at the two characters, uh, you know, it, it's you can almost look at, you know, how to take an established heel and, you know, how to turn him face and how not to turn him face. Uh, and, and I would say, like, right off the bat, I mean, I was wrong with Delirio because I would agree with you, Tony. I didn't see that working out, and it has, and it has well. And I do think Del Rio needs to be commended, WWE creative needs to be commended, and over the past few months, I think Big Show needs to be commended as far as the work that he's done. You know, he doesn't get a lot of accolades for uh, his talent. I think he's been a tremendous uh, heel as as of late and, uh, you know, great moments with uh, Del Rio and great matches. So it's been a good time. we got a full bank of calls. We're going to get to it. Tony, thank you so much for giving us a buzz tonight. And uh, 
Talk to you next week. And, uh, again, you guys out there, go over. Check out the website, thekenreeshow.com. Tony's always blogging for each and every show, uh, every week, uh, SmackDown, Raw, Impact. So go to the website, check out the blogs. Tony, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, no problem, guys. Easy. And there you have it. Thank you guys so much for calling. We got some uh, full bank of calls, so we're going to keep going with it. But uh, we've started just now because some of the people on hold are uh, jumping on our Facebook. So go to facebook.com slash the Ken Reedy Show. And if you're listening in and uh, feel like chatting over there on Facebook, we got a Ken Reedy Show chat going on on the Facebook page. So while you're on hold, head on over to our Facebook page, and you can talk with other listeners. And when we get done with your call, I mean, head over to Facebook and you can talk about things. We're going to stick with the phones right now because we got Mr. Trivia on the line. And Mr. Trivia, are you there? Yes, I am, guys. How are you doing? Doing all right. How are you? Good. First of all, congratulations are in order on your move to the radio station. They couldn't have found two better guys to do, to do the show. Thank you. Um, second of all, Thank you very I much. Believe- I believe, um, if I may, send out a happy birthday wish to to you, Ken. And um, also, guys, I'd like to get a little uh, insight on uh, something that I recently heard this morning, and uh, I'd like to know uh, your opinion on it, Ken and Dave. Uh, I guess there's a show on Thursday nights called Bellator, and uh, somebody had told me this morning that Dixie Carter was on there mentioning something about a wrestler who's going to be slithering into TNA sometime in June when the contract expires. Could that possibly be Randy Orton? Um, I heard something. I heard a story about that. That it wasn't. Apparently, this wasn't. This announcement wasn't made on the Bellator show. This was announced on a fake Dixie Carter Facebook or Twitter page. I think it was. I think it was a Facebook page um, that was set up by somebody saying that a WWE talent was going to be moving over to TNA in June. The page is fake um, from, okay. what I've, from what I've read. that um, there's Randy Orton, apparently, from what I hear, has been locked into it. He's like in the, in the middle of a 10-year deal, and he's early into his contract. So there's okay, no, great. I just... That, 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 that's the, that's the, all I heard of it this morning. It was something that was that was so quick. It just kind of like the rumors were just kind of you know put to rest early on. There really hasn't been much talk about it, um, and uh, nobody from TNA or WWE has commented about the fake Facebook page of uh, Dixie Carter. Um, I believe you. I, I believe if you go to the Impact Wrestling Facebook page, there's a link to get to her page. Um, if you wanted to go on there and, and uh, leave leave her something or whatever, but um, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, because I, I figured that. Good. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, I figured I would you know see if you guys had heard anything about you know with the truth to the rumors or anything. And uh, second of all, the Hall of Fame. Um, I know it's been a long time coming for Bruno, just as it was for Bob Backlund. And uh, we were talking the other day at uh, the Top Rope Roundtable about uh, who do we think is going to induct Bruno into the Hall of Fame, because I really think that his induction is going to overshadow everybody else's because it's been such a long time coming. And, uh, you know, some of the names that were thrown out were maybe Ivan Koloff or George the Animal Steel or, um, you know, maybe even possibly Ric Flair. I mean, you know, Bruno was was the Hulk Hogan of that era, and 
you know, what better person to induct uh, an icon than an icon? And I was just wondering about your, your thoughts on that, possibly. Okay, I'll go first. Um, I've heard Ivan Koloff. I've heard um, apparently Bruno was on uh, Busted Open uh, on Sirius XM Radio this week, and uh, he had made mention that he would, that, you know, if he had a choice, it would be, you know, uh, Ivan Koloff, Dominic Danucci, or even uh, uh, Larry Zbysko, um, who we had that famous rivalry with that ended in uh, the, the cage match at Shea Stadium. He even mentioned Bill Watts because he had a history working with Bill Watts, and uh, they had a legendary feud. Um, in, in the height of uh, Bruno's uh, title run. Um, but uh, from what I understand, it was quoted by Bruno as saying that Triple H, who orchestrated this whole deal to get Bruno into the Hall of Fame, approached Bruno and said, normally we give the, the, induct, the inductee the honor of choosing a, um, a, 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 the person they want to induct him, and uh, but they asked his permission, and apparently they want to choose somebody who is worldly known, who has a relationship with Bruno in some form or fashion, to uh, to induct him. And I just took a stab at it, and I just took a guess at it. There's there, there's no information, there's no rumors I've read, but the only thing I the only person I could think of um, that has a connection with Bruno that is worldly known is um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, former governor of California, and of course, a big movie star. He um, he, he was in uh, bodybuilding and strongman competitions for years, and he apparently was friends with Bruno uh, while Bruno was in some of those same strongman competitions as well. So that's the only person I could think of, and it would also garner some mainstream media towards the WWE that Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to induct Bruno San Martino into the Hall of Fame, yada, yada, yada. So... That's well. That's the only person I could think of that that is worldly known that would induct Bruno. Other than the names I've mentioned before, that Bruno had um, asked to to induct him. Excuse me. Yeah, that would that would definitely be uh, be a, a good uh, a good choice as well. And Ken, you had also mentioned on your page about um, the omissions. Who do we feel we think should be in the Hall of Fame that's being left out? Yeah, and um, uh, you know, some people were typing in, well, Owen Hart and Chris Benoit and this, that, and the Warrior, and all those others. Uh, you know, in my opinion, you won't, you'll never see Chris Benoit in the Hall of Fame. Um, hey, as far as okay. as far as Owen Hart, huh? I, I'm okay with that. You know, it, me, yeah, me too. As sorry. far as Owen Hart goes, I understand that his wife doesn't want him in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but I don't know. That's what I heard. And as far as the Warrior goes, I don't believe you'll. I don't believe you'll ever see the Warrior uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Well, but, we uh, all thought we we all thought we'd never see Bruno. I, I I'm pretty much 100 percent positive that anybody that calls into this show or people that we know that have discussed about the Hall of Fame have said we'll never see Bruno San Martino in it because of his hatred for Vince McMahon. And guess who's going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame? So there's there's yep. never say never in wrestling. Um, yeah, that's you true. Could, you you could say never with the with with the with. Chris Benoit, because you know of, of the, the the events that took place on the evening um, on that evening in June of 2007. But you, you, Warrior, Warrior, they've reached out to. Obviously, there's 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 some differences there. But could he go in? Yeah, I could see it happening again. I'll ne- I'll, I'll I'll never do the never say never when it comes to him. 
Even though I don't well, want to see it because I don't think he had a Hall of Fame career, um, you, you can't you, you can't do never say never. That's just my opinion. Yeah, that's true. Hey, uh, guys, unfortunately, I'm going to be missing Monday Night Raw tomorrow night. I'm going to be missing the Ken Reedy chat. But once again, like I said, guys, congratulations on your move to 1620. They couldn't have found two better guys to to do the show. I wish you all the best of luck in the world, and hopefully I'll be getting a chance to listen out here, uh, to that out here in Pennsylvania. Very cool. Thanks a lot. Yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll be simulcasting on the Internet, too. So if you don't get AM 1640, you can still listen to it right here. You can still go to the website. So, uh, it's, and that's Tuesday night? Hopefully you get it on the radio, but if not, you'll still be able to listen to it on the Internet. Thanks a lot. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Okay, next all right, time. Bye-bye. It is, you know, it's interesting, like, going into the Hall of Fame and, uh, you know, talking about that. And, again, the number to call is 347-838-9815. Thank you, guys, for, for calling in. We're going to get back to the phones in a minute. But, uh, you know, speaking of the Hall of Fame uh, and, and the glaring omissions, and, you know, we Dave and I were talking about this beforehand. And, and it's interesting looking at, you know, like we talked about on Facebook, and, and you know, I, I we specifically put glaring omissions. And, uh I, I honestly think, personally, the Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame, lacked legitimacy with Bruno, Backlund, and Macho Man not being in. And in one class, they got two out of three in there, which, to me, really legitimizes the Hall of Fame. And, you know, and I want to see the Rick Roods and the Jake the Snakes and those guys go in. And they deserve to go in. I don't look at those guys necessarily as glaring omissions, they deserve to be in, and you got to look at also. There's a programming thing. I mean, every year, you know, the, we, you know, the WWE needs people for a class, so I'm sure those guys will will get in at some point. But what we were talking about before the show, as far as glaring omissions, is if the WWE had a celebrity wing, if we're really going to go this route, and I, you know, I know people debate the celebrity wing, but it's there. It exists. The wing exists, or Figuratively exists. They induct a celebrity each and every year. As far as deserving celebrities, if there is the celebrity wing, Andy Kaufman, Cindy Lauper, and Mr. T are three glaring omissions from this, quote, celebrity wing. Those three deserve to be in the Hall of Fame uh, perhaps more than any of the other celebrities that have been inducted your thoughts dave on on those who are not in the hall of fame right now well you're exactly you're exactly right on those three um you know andy kaufman was to my recollection the first celebrity to be involved in a in a in a long-term wrestling storyline slash angle um that he really um set the bar and made it okay for celebrities to be involved in professional wrestling um before you know, WrestleMania was even a thought in some in, in some people's minds. Um, as far as uh, Mr. T and Cindy Lauper goes, we spoke about this earlier, but um, you know, Mr. T was you know in Rocky Three, and he was on one of the most popular television shows in the A Team at that time. So he was known as a legitimate, you know, to most people, he was perceived as a legitimate tough guy. Granted, it turned out he wasn't exactly that tough, um, according to Roddy Roddy Piper. But with him and with the popularity of Cindy Lauper, they you know not only not only Hogan and Piper and the machine that's the WWE and Vince McMahon, you know helping launch the first and inaugural WrestleMania, um, 
but you know the, the the celebrities too. Like I said, like Mr. T and and Cindy Lauper really helped get that show to be must see television um, at that time. Um, the, the, and even the event too, as well. Uh, you know, the WrestleMania event. Um, Cindy Lauper. I remember when I was a kid, and MTV was just getting started. She was the poster child for what MTV and music television, you know, and music videos were all about. She was a she was a very um, colorful person, an individual, I should say. Um, she was, you know, she she had a personality and a look about her that represented MTV and that popularity that she had gotten being on MTV. You know, she brought that over to wrestling and brought an audience of people who are music fanatics to get into wrestling and vice versa, the wrestling and the MTV. It was just, it, it, it was made to work for for each other with the wrestling and, and, and rock and roll connection. So um, she really helped get that, you know, the, the, the rock and wrestling era and WrestleMania and all the other intangibles around it on the forefront and in mainstream in, you know, pop culture back then. Um, another name that, you know, we could mention that I would I would say is glaring is um, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor headlined WrestleMania 11 from my hometown in Hartford, Connecticut, by the way, against Bam Bam Bigelow. And you saw celebrities and athletes, they kind of got involved. I mean, Refrigerator William Perry was in a battle role. But Lawrence Taylor, you know, most of those celebrities and, and athletes, they – they had help from other people in terms of, like, they were involved in tag matches or a battle royal or they just did a small angle. Lawrence Taylor main evented a pay-per-view with Bam Bam Bigelow, who was a seasoned veteran at the time, by himself. He didn't have a tag partner, and he did a hell of a job making it believable that it was just down-out, dirty fight with Bam Bam Bigelow. And granted, it didn't help transcend wrestling or anything like that, but he made a huge contribution to that company at the time when that company needed it. And apparently, from what I understand, he needed the money too. But I think he's a glaring omission into the WWE Hall of Fame because he did so much in a short period of time. I mean, it was all over the it was all over sports, the news, everything. Hall of Fame linebacker, New York Giant linebacker, Lawrence Taylor, wrestling in the main event at WrestleMania. You know, it was it, it was not seen before. It was never heard before. You know, and he did it by himself. He was trained, and he and and he performed very well for somebody, you know, first time in in a wrestling ring. So I think those four right there um, are names that should be inducted into the celebrity wing of the WWE Hall of Fame. And it's yeah, I mean, and you're talking four people that probably deserve to be in before any the anybody else celebrity-wise, that, that's in the Hall of Fame. And, you know, I don't think it's an exaggeration. I mean, look, giving all the credit in the world to Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan, um, it, it's legitimate to ask the question, would wrestling have been as huge or has gotten that, as huge as it is even today, but would it have blown up like it did in the 80s if not for the involvement of Mr. T and Cindy Lauper? Uh they really did a lot, and, and you know, it's tough because you look back on it, and, and if you didn't live it, you know, younger fans, like, they may not get it, but I, I, I'll tell you, living it, um, you know, it, it, there's a real good possibility that the WWF does not blow up the way it does without that help. That help brought in the mainstream. Uh, it it gave it a national feel. 
having these celebrities involved and and they were huge they were huge at the time uh it just you know there's there's no really quantifying how big an impact uh people like Cindy Lauper and Mr. T had on on wrestling exploding and like you said I mean Andy Kaufman if as a wrestling fan there there's a documentary that they show uh a lot on Comedy Central. Um, you know, it was it was depicted in, in the movie Man on the Moon. But if you haven't seen the documentary, uh do yourself a favor. Find it and, and watch it. It it is it's amazing to see what, what Kaufman did and, and going back when uh wrestling being scripted was a closely guarded secret. Uh just what Kaufman was able to do with Lawler is is brilliant and, and it's it's you know, we talk. We're talking wrestling, but when you, you talk performing, and that's what these guys do. I mean, the, the performance aspect of what Lawler and Kaufman did was absolutely unbelievable, and, and that guy deserves to be in the celebrity wing. Three four seven eight three eight nine eight one five is the number to call. And you know what? You never know who is going to call in because this show is just uh, we're out there, we're on the map. We got a lot of friends and people who support us, so. We're going to have to look the phones right now because uh, we got a, a someone wearing the gold is on the line. We got a champion uh, here, BWO heavyweight champion, Tristan Law on the line. Tristan, how you doing? Oh, crap. Ken, you know, I really thought I was on hold to order some wrestling boots with, with some steel, steel toes in them so I can kick Steve off's ass next Saturday night. But you know what? I did intend to call you. So, Ken, how am I doing? I'm doing damn good because this Saturday night, in Elmwood Park at the American Legion for BWO, the champ, which is I, the law will be taking on Steve Off in a, in a two out of three falls match. Two out of three. You guys have quite a history. Is this? Uh, are we looking at this to be the, the, the final match of uh, this storied rivalry between you and Steve Off? You, you, you know what, Ken? You know, I may feel pity upon him because, you know, that, that, that's, my, that's my biggest thing. You know, a, a man of my stature and, and a guy of my wealth you know, because I'm the champion, you know, I feel a pity on people, so I take care of those that, that, are, that I wouldn't use the word un- unfortunate, that are too lazy to get off their asses and get what they get what they really want. If you Steve Walker really wants to become the BWO champion, he'd come to my house and take it out of my hands. But he knows better. He knows better. So is this going to be the last match? As of right now, it is the last match, because Steve doesn't deserve anything else from me. Well, I'm I'm just curious because you know obviously I mean you're the champ and you've been the BWO champ for quite some time you know I, I guess what I, why I'm asking if it would be the last match you know after you retain uh, would you be giving him a, another shot again? The only person that's going to get another shot is me because I'm the champion and I'm going to give myself a shot at whoever I want. Steve Austin a shot? No, Steve Austin does not deserve a shot. He doesn't deserve. Well, you know what? You know what? let's be fair, Ken. I will put the I will put the the decision in your hands because today is your birthday. So so what do you think? Do you think that you know after I I beat Steve off in the best two two out of three falls match that he should get a rematch? What do you think? You know it's I mean he's gotten a a number of matches. I, you know what I I think that he has to go to the back of the line at that point. Ladies and gentlemen, America, you've heard it from the birthday boy Ken Reedy himself that after. I demolish Steve off in the best two out of three falls match that he should go to the back of the line. I agree. I agree. This title bout, when when exactly is it? Now, this is happening the 23rd. 
check my calendar because, you know, my, my secretary should be sending me the updates. Um, yes, the 23rd, which is next Saturday, at in Elmwood Park, New Jersey. You can see me against Steve Off. Two out of three falls match for the belt. I think we're 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 two weeks till twenty third. Oh, you, you know what I meant. You know, yeah. it's, Smith, come sir. on. I'm, I don't worry about things like this. I, I pay people to worry about things like this. How do how do we uh, how do we get tickets to uh, see this? Aha! You can go to bodyslamwrestling dot com, and there's always a link there that'll take you to get tickets. You can also go to uh, the Facebook page, which is facebook dot com slash Body Slam Wrestling Organization. Also, for those of you guys that don't know, there's also going to be a very special match that night with uh, a good friend of mine, you know, Richie Rotten, and it's going to be his very last match. You know, uh, he's going to be taking on a man by the name of Preacher in a hardcore match. So, so for those of you guys out there that want to see Preacher get his ass kicked by by uh, Richie Rotten, come on down to the show. But question, though, Ken, question for me. When you go on the uh, AM radio, is it okay if we see ass and other stuff? You know, is is that all right, or or, or it won't be okay anymore? I, I think I think ass. I'll check with my superiors. I think ass will be okay, but other uh, you know, colorful language uh, will 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 not be. That, that I I totally agree. I totally agree because you know you have a bunch of degenerates out there like Bob Arian, you know, who doesn't know how to behave. He doesn't whatsoever. So, you know, a guy like that, you shouldn't even allow him on your show anymore, especially with your upgrade. Like, you don't need a guy like that. You need a guy like me in your corner. Hey, thanks for coming on our show and promoting all your crap and not congratulating us, asshole. Oh, what's that? You're still sucking wind, Dave? Because, you know, it's the Ken Reed show. Not the Ken and Dave show. It's not the Ken and Dave show. It's the Ken Reedy Show, so I don't have to congratulate I you. That I don't contributed owe you to it. Ken knows that. You haven't contributed anything except a whole bunch of people falling asleep when your phone call takes place. No, 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 no. When, when, you, when you're sitting here talking on the phone and they hear your boring voice, that's the bathroom break. You're like the Divas match. You were the bathroom break months ago when I flushed the toilet, so don't try and use my joke on me there, jerk well, off, all right? 23rd. You know off taking your title. It's going to be a foregone conclusion. You ain't going to get no rematch, and, even, and there's no way in hell you're going to beat him anymore. It's two out of three falls. I'm so tired of hearing your crap. Go back to that boring life that you lived with your, your, your non-existent secretaries and your fake gold watches and all that garbage, and just please, just stop, okay? Because you know what? Lord, We've helped, Lord you, Jesus. you haven't done anything on, on this show. Good night, Irene. Lord Jesus, you know, you need to understand that that jerk-off is not an acceptable word that you can use in the AM radio show, so you need to get that out of, out of, out of your term now. But you know what, Dave? You, know you talk so much. When you came to that BWO show a couple months ago and you sat in the audience, you had perfect opportunity to step into the ring. There's nothing between us. But playing old space and opportunity. You didn't capitalize. You know what? Let me tell you why you didn't capitalize. Because it's another word I can't use in AM. Pussy. That is what you are. You know that you don't want none of this. You know, because I don't got time for you, and you don't want none of this. So you keep being a you are what I would call a phone thug. You're nothing but talk over the phone. Nah, I'm a real tough guy. I'm a real tough guy, and you had the opportunity to find out. But you just want to be a phone thug. You want to be a phone thug. So be a phone thug. Keep keep flapping them gums over the telephone, and when it comes to real life, hey, I them in your face in Elmwood Park, New Jersey, over the summer, and you didn't do anything about it. You no. didn't even come close to me because you're afraid. You're 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 you're
Like you, the you, wall. you pay to get in. Your best friend, your best buddy, Ken, he doesn't have to pay to come in because of a guy like me. And he and, and you came in and, and you I had the opportunity. You, yeah. You yeah. had the opportunity to step into the ring with me, but you didn't. You had Steve Ball. You had Steve order and take it. Give me a break. Bob Arian handle your work, and how did it turn out? The champ is still here. Thank you very much. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, good night. You can check me out. You can check me out at TristanLaw.com. Make sure you visit my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash TristanLaw, official fan page. And one more word I can't say on the AM radio is Dave, suck it, bitch. Oh, wow. I've never heard that one before. I think every other wrestler in the world has used that. How original coming from Tristan Law. Rival. Dude, I guess there <laughs> got a little heated there. Uh, yeah, BWO champ. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know Law. how I feel about him. Uh, okay. You know, our friend Steve Alf, who both contributed to the show. So uh, February twenty third. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, heated rivalry here on the Ken Reedy show, as well as a heated rivalry uh, surrounding the BWO championship on February twenty third. And uh, you know, he probably doesn't agree, but thank you, Tristan, for the call. Uh, it's Glad no, I'm glad he was on. I'm honestly glad he was on because I, you know, past few times he's been, I've let him run his mouth and say what he wants to say, and I've kept myself quiet. But you know, today was a day for for the two of us. And he comes in, he starts promoting himself. He uses us. He's needed us more than we've ever needed him. Okay, we're the, we're the, we're one of the reasons why he's famous in the first place. Okay, because everyone goes out to see him at some Piccadilly Circus in, in in the middle of goddamn nowhere in New York or New Jersey or whatever to go watch him wrestle because we promoted him. Okay, so you know, a little, little respect for the people that have helped make you too there, uh, Tristan Law. All right, so you're ready to do the news. <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready to do the news. I just got my Mike Ferrara out for a minute there. <laughs> I channeled my inner Mike Ferrara. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah, let's do it. Uh, you know, each and every week we give you an update on all the stories going on in the wonderful world of professional wrestling. So here we go. Here's Dave with the Dave 5 News Report. Yes, folks, that is I, Dave, for the Dave 5 News Report, only heard here on the Ken Reedy Show. The top story in the world of professional wrestling this week was the long-anticipated return of Bruno Sammartino to the WWE and his induction into this year's WWE Hall of Fame class of 2013. Sammartino's induction is not, however, a one-time deal, as he is expected to be involved in several projects with the WWE, including a DVD documentary on his career, several other WWE DVD projects, possible appearances on the WWE Legends of Wrestling Roundtable program and other WWE Network programs. It's even gone as far as HBO possibly working on a movie about him with his as well as WWE's involvement in that potential project. No word on when these projects will begin. TNA President Dixie Carter announced on Bellator MMA this week that TNA World Champion Jeff Hardy has signed a contract extension. Hardy's deal was set to run out at the end of this month, and company officials have locked him in through the year's 2015. Speaking of TNA, representatives from Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida, commented this week on TNA's departure from regular television tapings being broadcast in that facility. Officials stated that TNA will be filming several of their one-night-only pay-per-view broadcasts at Universal Studios in the month of March to which those will be the last tapings TNA produces from Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. 
TNA recently dropped eight live pay-per-view broadcasts and knocked down, knocked them down to four live pay-per-view broadcasts. The cost of producing 12 live pay-per-views will now be put into taking TNA Impact Wrestling on the road for live television tapings on a weekly basis. TMZ.com is reporting that former WWE superstar Ken Doan, a.k.a. Kenny Dykstra of the Spirit Squad, is planning to release a children's book centered around bullying sometime in June. Doan's publisher worked with illustrations to create Billy's Bully, which is described as a story of one kid standing up to his tormentor while teaching kids how to avoid becoming a bully. Doan was rehabbing a knee injury in January when he became inspired by the subject of bullying and the process of writing this book became a thought. And in our final story this week, DirecTV subscribers received a survey in the mail in regards to the company carrying the potential WWE network. DirecTV indicated that for a separate fee, subscribers would receive all WWE network programming as well as 11 out of 12 pay-per-view events, not including the annual WrestleMania. New subscribers, excuse me, non-subscribers of the network will still be able to order the pay-per-view events separately, just like the current pay-per-view format. And there you have it. That was the Day 5 News Report, only heard here on the Ken Reedy Show. Ken, back to you. Oh, okay, we're getting water here. <laughs> it's, um, it's good. Get up in the studio. Been amicable for a little bit, but uh, you know, obviously, no love lost here between uh, Tristan. We're we're settled. We're good. We're feeling good because this is a feel good show tonight. Feeling good about things. If you're just tuning in, uh, make an announcement tonight that we will be doing our show on AM radio going forward. Uh, launching first week in March, uh, we'll be doing Tuesday nights six to seven o'clock on AM sixteen forty in Newark, New Jersey. Very excited about this opportunity that's been afforded us. And uh, so we're still going to be on Sunday nights, giving you the best in pro wrestling talk, 6 to 8 o'clock each and every Sunday right here. And then you're going to get to listen to us on Tuesdays. You know, the day right after Raw, we'll be on the the AM dial, as well as we'll still be uh, simulcasting on the Internet. So if you're not in the Newark, New Jersey area, uh, you'll still be able to listen to our show on the internet. So, uh, you look going forward. There's going to be two shows a week now. The two-hour extravaganza on Sunday nights will stay where it is, and uh, we'll be doing a one-hour variation of the show on Tuesday nights. But you callers keep bringing it like this, and uh, we keep having, you know, wrestlers and, and callers and good points and entertaining stuff. I, I I have a vision in my mind that we're probably going to be expanding to two hours on Tuesday in the not-too-distant future. But for now, it'll be one hour, uh, Tuesday nights on the AM dial. Uh, you know, one of the big news stories this week, uh, you know, TNA is kind of in a weird place. Uh, a lot of news coming out from them and, and suspending their gut check um, competition with some questionable uh, voting going on. And uh, in all fairness, I, you know, we here at the show have, have done our best to uh, contact uh, TNA. Uh, we invited them on the show or even just an email. Let us know what's going on. Uh, we haven't received any word back. So uh, in the interest of fairness, you know, we want to know exactly what was going on. But um, 
it appeared as if that all of a sudden voting changed and you were able to get unlimited voting and then certain guys their their votes were going up by thousands in in under a minute and uh things got real kooky all of a sudden and then uh, it was like bam gut check is over uh so uh we have a, a guy who's been a good contributor to the show and it's interesting that uh you know Tristan Law will be wrestling Steve Off going forward for the BWO championship and uh Steve Off actually won a competition on our show uh end of the year awards he was the best unsigned talent uh in wrestling for 2012 and uh was leading his bracket in in the gut check challenge uh when all hell seemed to break loose so uh we don't know what DNA is going to be doing going forward, but definitely a, not a positive vibe uh, surrounding uh, what, what could have been something really great. And uh, we actually have uh, – Steve is on the line with us right now, so uh, hopefully he'll have some insight of what's going on uh, with the gut check as well as, uh, you know, maybe what he's got in store for Tristan Law. So without further ado, let's go to the phones. And uh, Steve, are you there? Ken, I'm here. How you doing? Doing all right. How are you? First of all, congratulations to you and Dave. I know you guys bust your ass in every way possible for this show. I would know we can smell our own. I do the same, you know, from my YouTube show, from my wrestling career. Much love and respect with that. I'll be tuning in Sundays and Tuesdays. And everybody else should, too. Cheap plug for you there. Hopefully people will listen. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. <laughs> I'm sure they will anyway, but, you know, just a little extra support out there doesn't hurt. We appreciate it. So, so give, us a, give us a little lowdown. I mean... It had to be a bit of a whirlwind for you uh, looking at this week and, you know, a lot of positive vibes surrounding the gut check, uh, a lot of, you know, deserving independent guys on here looking for an opportunity, uh, a TV opportunity. You're leading your bracket. And then somewhere along the line last weekend, it seems like all hell kind of broke loose with this uh Give us an idea of like what you're hearing about the competition and also just your feelings, like your journey going through, hey, I'm leading my bracket, and now what the hell's going on? Uh, you know, it's been a roller coaster. I, I knew that I had like a strong, solid fan base, mostly due to Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, because you know, I don't usually leave the East Coast all that much. But it, you know, I've got people from Japan and Europe always watching the gun show, watching my matches on YouTube, emailing me. On Facebook, you know, people don't see that just because, you know, I, I don't work all over the place. You know, they don't see that, but it's there. You know, and I knew those people would come out and support, but damn, they shocked me when they put me in the lead of my bracket. Like, I knew, like I said, I knew I had fans. I knew I had people watching me on YouTube and, you know, stalking my life on Facebook, which is totally cool, by the way. Go ahead and do it. But, <laughs> you know, they showed up, especially if you're a good-looking girl. Please, I'm single, available, easy, but damn, man, these people really showed support. And then, you know, in a matter of 30 seconds, it all changes, which, you know, I, I don't want to get into the detail because just because I don't know any of the details. I saw it happen with my own eyes. Got about 30 or 40 people that also saw it and said, dude, what's going on with this? You know, is this all, you know, a sham? And I said, you know, no, I don't think so. You know, I have sources that tell me it's all legit. Like, all the voting is legit. It's not controlled by them in any way. It's all fan vote based by IP address. They have no way of controlling it. It's an outside company doing it. So that's what my sources were telling me. So I I didn't know what to tell people. I still don't. Um, I guess some people have very enthusiastic fans that have very good uh, skills with computers. I don't know. I don't want to speculate. I'm not going to throw any accusations out of people because I'd like to think people are better and more talented than that. 
But I guess some people have very enthusiastic fans just like I do. So, you know, there's... I guess you could say no harm, no foul. They're going to restart everything. And uh, yes, I'm disappointed because I wasn't the lead. You know, talent-wise, deserving or not, debate that all day on Facebook and Twitter if you'd like. You could love me or hate me. I was in the lead because of fan votes, bottom line. And, you know, it's, it's bittersweet. But if nothing comes of this, something's going to come somewhere else or in the same place, you know, a different way. I, I look at it as, you know, the glass is half full, not half empty. You know, I... My friends Jake and Joe were a big help. My friend Jamie was a big help. You know, Bob Arian, of course, my mom, everybody just stepped up huge for me, and I appreciate that. And like I said, we're going to knock them dead. We're going to, you know, make it to the big time, whether it be WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, Japan, Europe, wherever it would be, it's going to happen. And it's probably going to happen this year. No, it's definitely going to happen this year. I don't know where. I have no crystal ball. But I'm not taking no for an answer. And if you tell me no, I'm going to go to somebody else and make that money. Bottom line. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting how things unfold because, I mean, bottom line, um, you know, it's a fan-driven industry, and all right. your your fans have been passionate enough to, uh, um, you know, put you right there in, in the forefront of the competition. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's 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 a shame how how things uh, play themselves out. Uh, have you heard anything as far as a timetable? I mean, we hear we are hearing that TNA plans to. Uh, restart the competition. Um, are you hearing anything as far as uh, when that might be? No, I haven't heard anything as far as a time frame. I would think maybe like a month. I'm not too familiar with like computers and poll systems and all, but I would imagine they're probably trying to ban these like auto-voting machines or hackers or whatever the, the case would be or, you know, anything like that. I would imagine they're probably going through steps to, you know, avoid this happening again. Otherwise, it's just going to keep dragging out and out and out. You know, why not just let the fans, and I don't know what happened exactly, and I'm not going to speculate, but why not just let the fans vote? And, you know, whether the person is the most talented, the most acrobatic, the best promo, or some combination of the three, who really cares? Because if you're really that good, you don't need this one opportunity. You're going to try to get it, you're going to capitalize on it the best you can, but you don't need just one opportunity, because if you're good enough and you have enough of a fan base, you'll get another and another and another until you either make it happen and you strike out, and either way, you tried your best and, you know, that's all you can really do. But bottom line is some people seem to, to think that this is their only way in. I don't think that at all. I plan to push it to the moon if it comes back. But, you know, I, I realize that if, if I lose this, you know, at, at the very least I'll open a couple people's eyes and gain some new fans, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Good good luck to you uh, hoping that uh, you know, it works out. Do you know, are, are they going to – does it look like they're going to do the same format so everybody who was – uh, in the last gut challenge, will still be uh, that amount of people that'll be involved in in the the next incarnation of this. I would imagine so, just because there's so much talk going around about you know the vote and how it was uh, manipulated somehow, and I'm sure it was had nothing to do with TNA. I'm positive of that, 99% sure. I mean, never say never in wrestling, Dave. You said it, but I'm 99% sure that the company had nothing to do with that. They seem like an honorable place, you know, as far as I can see. So, you know, I may not know the whole story, but I don't think they had anything to do with it. So I'm, I'm sure it'll be similar format. Maybe they'll change up the brackets. Maybe they won't. I'd like to see them do something like this maybe like every month, every other month, and give a lot more guys a shot because there's so many talented people and men and women in that competition. And, you know, you're throwing everybody in there together, which is cool, but, you know, it's, it's almost like you're missing out on so many people because you're only taking one. Yeah, as far as I know. I'm sure other guys and girls out of that will get a shot. 
hopefully me included, win or lose. But, you know, you're losing out big time if you're only taking one. That's all I'm saying. It's interesting that you you said that because I'm curious your thoughts on the gut check as a performer, as, as a wrestler, as someone who's in the ring. You know, it seems like the way they structured the gut check challenge that they had uh, men, women, refs, and I'm I'm pretty sure there was one manager thrown in. They were all kind of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in your opinion, uh, do you think that you know maybe going forward they should look at kind of sectioning them off and have like you know maybe a manager's competition, have the guys all in one, the, the women in the other, and it, it, it's weird to me to even. I mean, I can't I can't fathom referees getting a lot of votes. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. Like, I I didn't even know there were referees and managers in there to be honest. I mean, but I just thought there was men and women. But that that's the whole different you know, animal there. I would, I mean, I'm nobody to have an opinion about their product. They're a multi-million dollar company and I'm a guy who wrestles and runs a YouTube show that gets a couple hundred hits, which is great, but not comparable at all. Um, if it were me, yes, I would do men, women, managers, referees, all separate categories because you get so much to gain. Like you might be missing out on a great ref or a great manager because you're only looking at wrestling. Like, you know, the people forget those are very important roles, you know, especially the manager, which seems to have been lost over the years. I mean, there's still Bob Arian, as much as I hate him, Tony Schaaf, you know, there's still some talented managers out there that deserve a shot. You know, I don't know if they want one or not, but they definitely deserve one. And I, I mean, I, I'm all for that. I would agree. I mean, we've talked about it on the show, too. I would love to see him bring back uh, that the whole manager thing. I think it's sorely missing in wrestling. Um, switch gears quickly before we let you go. Uh, we had your opponent uh, on February 23rd on earlier. Uh, <laughs> some choice words. So, uh, you you know, perhaps at this point, I mean, you've had a, a few shots. Uh, so this could be um, at least your final shot for a while at the BWO Heavyweight Championship uh, happening February 23rd. Uh, Tristan Law has some choice words for you. So in the interest of fairness, I will give you the floor uh, Steve, and then do you have any words you'd like to respond to uh, Mr. Tristan Law? Well, I'll have a video up on YouTube.com slash Steve Off in detail in a few days, but just for now, I'll say that as far as this being my last shot, never say never in wrestling, but I'm fine with that being my last shot because in the contract, I don't want to go too into detail because I don't know what I'll be, you know, what will be null and void if I say it publicly. You know, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. My lawyers have told me to try to keep quiet about the specifics of it. But I have made sure that there will be a winner and a loser, and it'll be between myself and Tristan Law. And if you want to know exactly what's going to go down, you got to show up February, February 23rd, Elmwood Park, American Legion. But I have a feeling that things are stacked in my favor and that you're looking, or listening rather, to the next BWL World Heavyweight champion and you know i don't really care if tristan law likes that or not because you know me and him have had wars and i think this is going to be the last one no matter who wins at least for a while and you're talking to the winner right now because he's shown time and time again he has to use the rule book to his advantage and now if he does that i have a second chance instantly to capitalize on it if he decides to get himself disqualified one fall and then i pin him guess what i win the championship I mean, there's a lot of factors going into this that, that uh, I don't think he's looked into yet. But, you know, by the time he does, it's going to be too late, and he's going to lose that championship belt to yours truly. Interesting. Look, looking forward to seeing this match. Uh, it's shaping up to be – I mean, you guys have quite a rivalry, uh, bitter, hated rivals. Uh, look, mm-hmm. 
you guys finally. Two out of three falls should be a, a great uh, event. And uh, plus, like uh, Tristan talked about, uh, we're looking at Richie Rotten's farewell match. So, uh, and that that is correct me if I'm wrong, but that's going to be a hardcore match, correct? Yep, him and Preacher, and Richie's one of my original trainers. Him and this guy Chaos, who's freaking awesome and was so underrated in, in his wrestling days. I think he's retired now, but I mean, never say never for a comeback. But yeah, this this guy is just Richie Rotten is out of his mind, and so is Preacher. So that match, I'll be watching from the curtain, definitely. Well, good. Thank, you know, Steve, thanks a lot for giving us a call, and uh, thanks for giving us a little bit of perspective on uh, TNA Gut Check. Uh, good luck in the future, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You got it, man. And Gun Show fans, YouTube.com slash The Gun Show Web TV is our new address, so check it out, along with YouTube.com slash Steve Off, Facebook.com slash Steve Off, at Steve Off on Twitter. You know the deal. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Dave. Take it easy, man. Hey, right, Steve. Too. Interesting stuff there, Dave, with, with the Gut Check Challenge. I mean, uh, you know, TNA's in a weird place right now, and, and you know, around... I mean, the Gut Check Challenge was weird, because I started getting messages. You know, when when things started happening... You know, people following us on Facebook, on the Facebook page. You know, I started getting emails, what's going on with uh, uh, Gut Check. Uh, a lot of people knew Steve um, through this show because he's been on the show uh, quite a number of times. We've also had, I mean, Papa Don is, has been on the show. He's done an interview. He was in the Gut Check Challenge. Um, in fact, he was in the same bracket. And, uh, you know, started getting these emails. You know, what's going on? All of a sudden, these these guys' votes are, are going up exponentially. And, uh uh, really just a, a weird few days where, you know, I kept getting messages. I was trying to figure out what was going on. I, I contacted TNA, um, you know, and then all of a sudden the whole contest is pulled, um, which is definitely a, a negative blot on TNA. Um, however, you know, they're going live, uh, going forward, uh, you know, an impact on the road. Uh, which is a good thing. Uh, their shows in England are, are tremendous. Uh, you know, just the look and feel of just a, a you know, they look like a major company. Um, you know, it's just that, that sort of stuff is, is looking good. It, you know, Jeff Hardy uh, is signed on, supposedly, to stick with TNA. Um, you know, I mean, one of the things when I watch the shows in England, and, and I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that TNA is in a position to compete with the WWE. However, if you knew nothing about wrestling and you watched the shows in England, it's a comparable product. What you're seeing when you watch WWE television and you watch TNA, TNA becomes a comparable product when they're out in these larger venues. When they, you know, and, and no, you know, here on the show we love the independent scene and, and no disrespect intended. But when you watch wrestling in the Impact Zone, it kind of looked like a, a, a higher-end indie promotion, uh, something that would never be able to dream of competing with the WWE. So the look and feel of what TNA has on the road is great. Black eye with, with the gut check challenge. So... Kind of a mixed bag going forward with with TNA. Your, your thoughts on what's going on in TNA, Dave? It's it's um it it doesn't bring good publicity to the company, but it brings publicity nonetheless um, amongst uh, the, the the wrestling uh, community. Um, my brother um, had contacted TNA after this uh, the, the the voting um, 
because you know became a uh, became an issue. And he spoke with the he spoke with the person who answers the phones. Um, and the, the the story that I got from him was that uh, he was just trying to let this person be aware or have have you know them contact somebody who was in charge of it. And you know it's a possibility that this you know this person who answered the phones probably dealt with these phone calls. All throughout the day last week, um, I think it was Thursday evening when it took place, Wednesday or Thursday, and um, it, she she became very combative with him on the phone, and he was just trying to explain to her that listen, uh, you know, this might not be good. You might want to look into this or have somebody look into it, please. This is this is someone you know that's a that's a that's a concerned fan, and you know you. you, you this, that, and the other. He basically, like I said, just wanted to let her be aware of it, and she became very combative. And it was almost to, to him, from what he told me, it almost came like came off like, okay, somebody in upper management or whoever was dealing with this with this contest told the person who answers the phones at their office in Nashville that um, that all right, you're going to get a bunch of phone calls about this. This is what you have to say. It was almost like a, a, a prepared statement and answer. So this secretary probably could have told my had this conversation with my brother in his sleep because she probably had this conversation with numerous people, but it just didn't come off good from 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 my brother's perspective as a fan. Um, and after hearing that, I, I, I feel the same way. Um, they're in a tough position right now because they are making a huge transition from leaving um, Universal Studios in Orlando, where, where they have a guaranteed automatic fan base, um, to traveling out on the road. And they've made a lot of changes in a short period of time, um, getting rid of uh, eight pay-per-views and only leaving it down to four live pay-per-views, excuse me, because they're, they, are, they do film uh, – they have been filming one-night-only kind of pay-per-views, themed pay-per-views that really don't have any storylines to them. It's just more based on the, the actual wrestling product itself, um, the in-ring product. So, um, and being it's WrestleMania season, not everyone's eyeballs are focused on TNA right now, um, which is unfortunate because, you know, like you said, if you're not a fan of wrestling but you turn on their show – you're right. They do have a comparable product. If if you've watched, you know the shows that they've had from England. Um, so, I, I just I think that you know before they really launch this contest again or relaunch it, I should say they got to really sit down and figure out a, a a proper way that it's fair for all the contestants and across the board, and that the voting is fair and that there are no problems, no kinks um, with it. You know, I can imagine the person in the IT department through them probably, you know, was, was, was sweating bullets thinking that, you know, oh, great, something, you know, this is going to land on me now because, you know, I helped design this, you know, the voting or whatever. I'm not computer literate here, so I don't know. But, I mean, there, there were probably a lot of people that were, you know, shaking their heads and, and scrambling after hearing all this news. Um, and, and, you know, Steve's not the first quote-unquote victim, you, you could say, that had, that had to deal with this. Earlier in the week, there was a, a, a small report out that came about that said that other towns were receiving large amounts of votes in a short period of time. Minutes, you know, as we saw with Steve, you know, his competitor was getting these votes in seconds. Um, there's even a video up, I believe, that Bob Arian posted um, showing, you know, the, 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 the live timeline of how fast these votes were coming in. So they really got to sit down and eventually 
get this in order so that the contest goes off without a hitch the right way so that they have, you know, a, a true proper uh, winner of this contest and that there's no um, there's no arguments to be made after this winner is decided. Yeah, agreed. I mean, it's, it's something because, you know, it, it has such a good feel to it, and it's, you know, it's it's bridging that gap. I mean, you know, there's so many hardworking independent wrestlers out there, and that idea that, that uh, you know, of just we're just going to pull some, you know, it's almost got like this rocky feel to it, you know, that, that Apollo Creed goes and just let's just grab someone, you know, off the streets and give them the opportunity of a lifetime, and it's, you know, really going into the the indie scene and saying, you know, we're going to grab these guys and we're going to and we're going to let the fans decide. Uh, you know, such a cool concept um, that went so awry, uh, which, like you said, not good publicity for TNA. So, uh, uh, conceptually speaking, I think it's a great idea. I think they have uh, some things that they maybe should look to change. Uh, like I had said, I mean, to to throw men, women, refs, and managers all in the same pot uh, to me. You know, is is I don't know. I, I don't think that works. Uh, I, I don't know if you have separate gut checks or if you figure out. You know, if you want to, you know, get some managerial talent, bring in some refs. You know, maybe maybe there's something different uh, as far as gut check in ring performers. I, I do think there should probably be a, a women's bracket and a men's bracket um, to help differentiate. Uh, you know, there's certain things they should tweak, but whatever. Whenever they roll it out, uh, you know, whether they they change. Uh, the essence of the contest, so they keep it the same. They really got to make sure that uh, that the voting is is legit and and honorable, and and they don't run fall victim to something like this again because this was quite a black eye. Three four seven eight three eight nine eight one five is the number to call. We're going to go out to the phones because we continue to run with a full bank of calls uh, today. So uh, let's go back out there. So we have some people who've been very patient and. Uh, We'll go right here. Uh, caller, are you there? Hello, senor. <laughs> El Rotundo. Ah, happy birthday, senor. Thank you so much. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How old are you now, 35? Sure, why not? We'll go there. Oh, <laughs> senor Barbarian said you were in your 60s, but I didn't want to believe him. <laughs> oh, that Bob. I wanted to congratulate you for your new radio. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. How are things going with you, El Rotundo? Uh, they could be. I was stuck snow shoveling all week. That sucks. Yeah, I got a back problem now. Do you know anybody that gives good massages? I don't. Tristan Law. Tristan Law loves giving massages to men. He, he, he'd be glad to do it. I don't want his filthy hands all over me. I don't blame you, but I figured I, I, that's the only person I could think of. Tristan Law, that, that's disgusting. <laughs> I know. I, I'm sorry I even brought that up, especially for, of a man of your stature, El Rotundo. But I figured oh, that, that's the first person that came to mind. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm very complimented. Thanks. So, uh, El Rotundo, I know you're you're a big part of, of the gun show. Uh, how are yeah. things going with, uh, with that? And uh, we have some upcoming episodes uh, in the future? Yeah, we just, Senor Stevo just uh, set up a uh, new website for the YouTube page, youtube.com slash thegunshowwebtv. And uh, we are in the process of getting the videos up. And then hopefully by the end of the week, by the end of the week, we'll have a new episode up for uh, our gun show fans. That's awesome. You know, uh, 
Rotunda, thanks a lot for the call. We got, we got a full bank, so we want to get back out to the phone calls. But uh, thanks for the birthday wishes, and uh, yeah, we hope to hear from you real soon. Absolutely. Don't go getting drunk now. <laughs> you got it. Bye-bye. Bye. And you know, you never know who's going to call this show, and that's you people out there that don't know. When we bring this band of misfits and, and just craziness to the AM dial, you just wait. Things are going to blow up. But, uh, you know, you guys calling in, man, this is why I love doing this show, because we have such a, a unique, unique cast of characters that, that call in the show, uh, performers, wrestlers, and, uh, you know, I guess what we call uh, El Rotundo, uh, Lucha Libre. Yeah, he's 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 a uh, he's a uh, a unique luchador. Luche. So you never know who's gonna call in the show. It's just such a great, unique uh, cast of wacky characters. So uh, just wait till we bring this this band of misfits to the AM dial. Ooh, radio may never be the same. Well, let's go back out to the calls. We got Dank on the line who's been real patient. Dank, how you doing? Good. How you gentlemen doing tonight? Oh, great. And having a good time, you know, we've kind of been all over the place, but whatever. It's a, it's a fun show. How are you? I'm doing good. Probably not as good as you guys. So, uh, first off the bat, Ken, happy birthday. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Dave and Ken, congratulations. Never had a doubt, and I'm so happy for you guys. Dave finally uh, proved that I was right all along. He does have a face for radio after all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll make sure your calls get blocked on AM radio. You won't, you won't even make it past the secretary. Um, by the way, to answer Tristan's law qu- question of, you know, if you can swear on AM radio, um, I believe Tristan Law, the word itself, is a swear, so I don't think he's allowed to call, period. I don't know, maybe it's just me. I don't like him, and I hope Steve Off just wipes the floor with him and goes back to being champion. But wow. that's my opinion. Not making friends here on the show. No, yeah, well, such is life. Um, anyway, talk about the whole thing. Um, I've always been a very um, avid supporter of Andy Kaufman, and um, I wasn't watching wrestling back then, but I did watch several documentaries on Kaufman himself, on his... Um, a rivalry with the king and so forth and I really hope that one day somebody will represent him and bring Kaufman to the Hall of Fame. Um I think what the Hall of Fame is lacking and they have a big long list is tag team champions. I don't think there's enough tag team champions like teams in the Hall of Fame especially when you think of, like, all the teams that came out of the Attitude Era, like um, Edwin Christian, the Dudley Boys, the Hardy Boys. Um, if you want to go as far as um, uh, the Rock and Sock connection, I like to believe that Team Hell No, if they keep going the way they do, may one day be inducted as a team in the Hall of Fame. But what do you guys think? Do you think that they should do do a little bit more emphasis on the tag team as well? I think it's a good point. I mean, I don't know if I put, you know, some of the, the makeshift Hall of Fame, uh, Hall of Fame uh, tag teams like uh, Rock and Sock, um, but I do agree with you. Uh, you. You do run into that that whole era of people getting inducted twice, but 
Yeah, I mean, that era of tag team wrestling, I mean, the Hardys, Edge and Christian, and uh, Dudley will be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, going back, uh, you know, the British Bulldogs, another team, uh, perhaps Demolition. Um, it, it, it's, I think it's an excellent point you bring up, Dank, that when you look at the uh, the Hall of Fame uh, for just pure tag teams, um, that might be an area that uh, is, is lacking in the Hall of Fame. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, I mean, you got right now in the Hall of Fame, I mean, to my recollection, you have, you know, the Briscoe brothers who were tag team champions in the NWA, several territories in the NWA, um, the Road Warriors who are probably the most decorated and, you know, the the most the, the greatest tag team of all time. Um, you got the, the Blackjacks, uh, Lanza and Mulligan, but, you know, the, the British Bulldogs, uh, you know, it, you, you mentioned earlier about, you know, inducting guys twice. The Hart Foundation would definitely make, make a good um, – a, a good uh, team to go into the Hall of Fame. They were tag team champions on multiple occasions. Um, Demolition, not not a, not a bad choice either. Um, you know, you want to talk Steiner Brothers, Harlem Heat. Um, yeah. I know that I know that you know the Harlem Heat didn't compete in the WWE, but Booker T, you know, current you know currently has a, a role on WWE television. I mean, you can name other teams that didn't compete in the WWE that. Our Hall of Fame teams, like the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, they were the precursor to the Rockers and Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. So, tag teams in the Hall of Fame, yeah, I, I think I think they could put more emphasis on it. It just depends on who and the timing and you know who's available and you know the, the, some of the criteria, um, so to speak. So, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'd like to see a few more tag teams, but you can't just put everybody in. Like, I mean, the Dudleys and the Hardys will go in. I think Edge and Christian will eventually down the line will go in together as a team. Um, a, a, a group of guys that would go in, a couple of guys that would go in as a team, even though they didn't necessarily have um, lengthy runs as champions, but uh, the APA, uh, Bradshaw and uh, Ron Simmons. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, Ron Simmons is already a Hall of Famer, and, uh, you know, Bradshaw, he's, you know, high up there on the totem pole in, uh, in Stanford, so I'm assuming he'll get a nod in the Hall of Fame. So, um, yeah, I'd like to see more emphasis on tag teams. But just don't just put a tag team in there for the sake of it, you know. Like I said, there's got to be like a select few that deserve to go in. Hart Foundation, British Bulldogs, Dudleys, Hardys, you know, teams like that. Okay. And uh, for celebrity, I think down the line, uh, on top of going in as a wrestler, I think uh, two words, Dwayne Johnson will be inducted. Because I think he can he, easily just retire when he's done and then come back as a celebrity under a different name, be inducted more than once. I mean, I, I don't know if we'll see that happen, but you're right. I mean, I could I could totally see him, you know, laying down and saying he's done with in-ring competition, but continue to come back, you know. It's, uh, I, I mean, I don't know how much, I mean, for me as a fan, it added him hosting WrestleMania. Um, but it's still something, I mean, it brings star power. And if he did retire, uh, purely it said, I'm not doing any more matches, uh, yeah, he'd, he'd be quite a celebrity. And I do, you know, I said it here on the show, I mean, I, I think Rock is going to absolutely blow up this year. I think 2013, this guy is going to become, uh, you know, if, if you, you know, depending on what you think of him, if you don't think of him as a bona fide A-list celebrity, uh I, I think he's going to be just the hottest thing in Hollywood uh, by the end of this year. I, I just think all the stars are aligned for The Rock. So, you know, if he decides 
wrestling comes back. Hell yeah, he yeah, kind of that double threat like celebrity as well as a uh, uh, wrestler. So good point. All righty, well, good talking to you guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow night on the thread. Once again, congratulations and uh, good luck from here on out. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Take care. Take it easy. Good points, you know, with with uh, Dank there, and uh, you know, bringing in more tag teams. Uh, you know, I'd like to see some tag teams uh, get in, and, and you do run into that whole like. I mean, it's funny. Could, is it possible that at some point Shawn Michaels could be inducted three times in the Hall of Fame? Could he go in as part of the Rockers, uh, DX, and as himself? Uh, no, that that would be interesting. He becomes the first one to go in thrice. But uh, the tag teams that we mentioned, uh, a lot of them deserve Hall of Fame consideration. And uh, I, I'd like to see it. it. It's tough that, you know, now, I mean, the Legion of Doom is in there. And I think most wrestling fans look at them as, as the greatest of all time. And, you know, when you're trying to measure up to, to that, it, it's, it's tough. But there are a lot of great tag teams. And uh, growing up, uh, when I was watching wrestling in, in the 80s, I, I loved tag team wrestling. Um, that's why when we talk about it on the show, we're uh, kind of sad that it's it's not as strong as it once was. But good tag good tag teams and teams that are, are real teams are, are, are great to watch. And I, I wish we had more. I mean, hell no is over, and we know that. But I love watching matches with, like, the Usos. You know, that's that's real tag team wrestling. That's guys who know how to... You know, who know each other were legit a team, and uh, you know I miss that. I do miss that in wrestling. We're gonna we're gonna stick with the calls because uh, right now it's again with the the uh, the cast of characters. You never know who's gonna call. But <laughs> we, we Drum have, roll, please. <laughs> the line. So we're gonna go right out to him right now. Uh, it's Load and Tony. Are you there? Yes, I am. How you doing, man? Oh, what's going on? Not much. How are you? What do you got for us tonight? Oh, I just wanted to, uh, first thing first, I wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Thank you. And uh, and congratulations on your one-year show. I, I couldn't get through two weeks ago. And uh, you know, I wanted to wish you and uh, your buddy sitting next to you uh, congratulations on a one-year show. But uh, the reason why I'm calling, I'm, I'm listening to, uh, to Steve Wolf. What makes him so, so confident that he's ever going to win that belt back? That's my question. It's it's a good question. Let me ask you something, though, and, and I know that you guys can't go into details, but knowing what, I, what I've what i seen out of the dynasty, um, you, you guys probably have something planned in this match. Uh, am I mistaken in thinking that? You never know. You never know what the dynasty is up to. I, you know, I don't uh, have my hand. Uh, you know, I don't tilt my hand to anybody. But you got to remember, the dynasty is a very, very popular uh, family, and you know what we do is it's unbelievable. You know, people don't realize how strong the dynasty is, and uh, you know, Bob Arian can't even compare to me or the dynasty. It's just it's just common common sense. 
Let me ask you before, like switching gears a little bit and uh, getting away. Um, and, and remember that that match will take place on February 23rd. So check out yes. BWO Body Slam Wrestling Organization. Uh, go check them out. But uh, as a guy who is uh, in the business, been around the business for a long time, um, what are your thoughts on Bruno San Martino finally going into the WWE Hall of Fame? I think that was long overdue. That should have been done many, many years ago. That is a great, a great wrestler. Uh, I grew up watching Bruno San Martino and the many, many you know matches that he had uh, when it was WWE at that time. And uh, I, I'm just glad that you know they, uh, you know, they forgot their differences and brought the man in. Now there's other wrestlers that was in WWE. Now the, uh, that should be uh, in the Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, like I said, they, there's a lot, a lot of uh, people out there that, that need to be uh, brought into the Hall of Fame. Uh, who, who do you think, uh, like going forward, who do you think deserves to be in that's not in? I think, uh, like, all-time all wrestlers? Yeah, sure. Yeah, all-time wrestlers. Uh, they, Ivan Putschke. You got, you know, he 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 was in uh, in, and uh, you know you have some some wrestlers like uh, that just retired that should be in uh, the Hall of Fame. They shouldn't they shouldn't pick and choose. They should bring as many people as they can into the Hall of Fame. That's a, a prestigious, uh, uh, you know, thing for uh, you know a wrestler to be in. I I think you know Mr. Schaff should be in the Hall of Fame when he re- when he retires fifty years from now. I'm I'm game for that. I'm I would I would love to see that. Uh, Tony, thank you so much for giving the call and and, support- and thank you. And like I said, have a very happy birthday and uh, tell uh, Rosenbag I said hi. <laughs> and I hope to see everybody. Judge oh, oh I'm sorry. I just woke up from that uh, from that phone call. I must have fell asleep. I yeah, apologize. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's okay. No, listen, everybody. Uh, February 23rd. Path of Destruction. Richie Rotten against Preacher in a hardcore match, and there's going to be other matches. Tickets are on sale now. Thank you very much. And, Kenny, have a good night. Nice talking to you. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for the call. And, hey, uh, Tony Scott, so we had a, an influx of uh, the BWO calling in. And, they, you know, we, we've gone to their show, and uh, they put on a real good show, so uh, you should check them out. And, uh, you know, the Richie Rotten's final match, um, he's fighting this guy, Preacher, who uh, was nice enough to – take me through a, a workout in the ring. So they're really cool because uh, I did think doing this show, if I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be critical of certain things, I should at least uh, take a couple bumps and uh, know what it feels like to be inside a wrestling ring. So uh, Preacher was kind enough to do that for me. So he's the one who's going to be taking on uh, Richie Rotten in uh, his retirement match. So be sure to check that out. And uh, Tony Scott, obviously very pleased with uh, Bruno San Martino going into the hall of fame. Uh, uh, I think we had a, a bit of a misunderstanding there because uh, Putsky is in the WWE Hall of Fame, but uh, uh, he'd like to see some some more of the old timers uh, get get in. And uh, you know, it's, it's such a great night. So uh, for someone who has been in the business for a long time, uh, for the culmination of their wrestling career, to be to have a night like that to uh, be put into the Hall of Fame, uh, it, it's got to be great. So uh, yeah, let's bring. Bring out some of the old timers and uh, let's let's get them in the Hall of Fame. That would be great. Um, wow, we are running late, but we got time for it, so let's go to it. You know what it's time for? The Ken Reedy Show, not of approval. 
And it is time once again, the time we do this on the show each and every week where we sit back and we nod to ourselves at something that worked in the world of professional wrestling and just we nod to ourselves and say, yeah, that worked. And it was, it was a weird week this week and, and we'll, we'll both talk about it because, you know, a lot of times Dave and I discuss and we're like, yeah, hey, we should come up with something different. You know, you have something, I have something and, uh, you know, what happened uh, first, first off, collectively, like we're going to agree on these nods, but first off, just a, a nice again nod out to everyone who has supported us so over the years. Thank you again. Uh, so you guys all and callers tonight, man, you've been stellar. So I'm giving the the callers the a nod as well. But when we talked about this week in wrestling, um, and I'll let Dave elaborate also on his opinion, but we agreed, uh, Mark Henry. Mark Henry gets the nod of approval, and uh, Mark Henry, man, got a tremendous living room pop this week. <laughs> when it returned, I was sitting with, with my girlfriend on the couch, and man, our living room popped when Mark Henry's music sounded. But uh, to quote a friend of mine from uh, our little group Saw, Save American Wrestling, uh, this guy Bob Scott, and uh, he, he wrote... You didn't realize how how much you missed Mark Henry until he came back. And you know what? To me, for this wrestling fan, that hit the nail on the head. I was psyched to see Mark Henry back and to be in full-on Mark Henry badass beating people up mode. Um, I've always thought Mark Henry is, is a bit underrated. Uh, I, I love what he brings to the table. Um, right now with, with – uh, it looks like Lord Tensai moving into comic relief. Uh, you got Brodus Clay, who's kind of that uh, comic relief kind of thing. Kane is, is in that same same venue, so you got the big show. But uh, you know, I think in wrestling you need a, you need a few monsters. You know, guys that just seem uh, unbeatable. And uh, you know, bringing Mark Henry back, I, I was pumped. I loved everything he did this week. I, I loved every ass beating he, he put on. I loved his promos. I loved him just yelling at the camera. Uh, so collectively, for everything Mark Henry did, he gets my nod, and he's getting Dave's nod as well. Dave, your thoughts on Mark Henry? Mark Henry had probably the best year of his career in 2011 when they uh, when he won the world heavyweight title. And he had a lo- he had a long four month run. A lot of people didn't think he was going to get past a month or two at the most, and he went about four months with the title and. Um, he got injured, and they tried keeping him around, you know, with his injury. And he was—he wasn't really as much of a um, a centerpiece with, um, without the title as he was when he had the title. Um, and then he left uh, late spring last year. And um, you know, the one thing I was afraid of when he came back because he had such momentum going for him during that run was that he was just going to be another guy in the roster. And that all changed Monday night when he came out because you knew somebody was going to get their ass kicked. And, I mean, we saw it, in, you know, Friday night on SmackDown, the same thing. And, uh, you know, I was reading an article on WrestleNews.com about his return, and uh, the editor of the article um, made mention that um, – that they that this person thinks that Mark Henry this is probably his last run his last big run with the company um, and they feel that what a better way than you know to have this big run is to have it culminate at WrestleMania not not of any giant pomp and circumstance of it being possibly his last match but for him to kind of pass the torch to another current monster in the company and that's Ryback um, and of course the sight of seeing Ryback picking up a four hundred and 
50-pound monster like Mark Henry on his shoulders for shell shock would be a pretty cool moment to see. Uh, Mark Henry just tearing through most of the guys in the roster, and then come WrestleMania time, boom, Ryback's going to be fed a lot more. Um, you know, if, if you know that that was just something that one of the uh, you know that the editor brought up in the article, something that seems to be interesting um, heading towards WrestleMania season. But yeah, Mark Henry for me, I mean, he just you know, that was that was the only thing that like jumped out at me. Everything else was just kind of like you know the normal go with the motions kind of stuff for TV this week, and you know that 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 get, that's why it gets my of approval. Yeah, and it totally works going going forward to to WrestleMania. Cause, if if they went the Ryback route, and you know, to me, like have Mark Henry just bury Ryback at some point, you know, sneak attack comes down to the ring, but like, you know, the clothesline doesn't work, you know, and and Mark Henry, you know, the the world's strongest slam, and and you know, and and if the announcers do it the right way, yeah, but Ryback has never come up against someone like Mark Henry. This may be too much for even Ryback. I mean, build that. So, you know, like you're saying, with the passing of the torch, when that moment happens at WrestleMania, it, it would just it would just be awesome. But I, I would love to see these two hard-hitting guys uh, get into it. It would be a match that, you know, would probably be mid-card for, you know, not a belt. And I would be pretty excited to see these two guys uh, get it on. So, uh, you know, we're just going to – hold on a second. So this week, the callers, fan support, and Mark Henry get your nod of approval. The Henry Show nod of approval. Just had to get the the soundbite out of the way so we can continue the conversation. But we. You know when you when you think about what Mark Henry could be bringing to the table, you know, I mean, there's. I remember reading an article with, and this was a few years ago, before he had his his big run with the uh, world title, that he had some knee issues that he was unable to to climb stairs, that he had a, he had a walk up apartment, I believe, and he would he would sit down at the bottom of the stairs and scooch himself up the stairs. And that's how bad his his knees were, and uh, you know obviously he's in better health now. But w- when you've experienced that sort of uh, pain uh, with the with the knees, you know you got to figure well. Th- there's probably more behind you in your wrestling career than in front of you, and uh, it's just been a tremendous run as of late for him. And if that's where they're going with him, uh, passing the torch to Ryback. Um, I'm totally cool with that, and I'm I'm cool with that being a nice uh, mid-card rivalry, kind of continuing to build up Ryback, because I, I kind of like, you know, I think they've pulled Ryback away from the main event now, which I think is a good thing, because you, you build him back up to that main event status, because I think he's a long-term solution going forward, and you can't, you can't have him go too fast because then he's going to burn out. And I like the fact that pulling away from the major title picture. So those are my feelings on, on Ryback and, and Mark Henry to basically finish out the show. And i got to say thank you guys so much. Those callers that I did not get to tonight, I apologize. And I will do my best to get to all of you. 
Um, I think we're going to have a mutiny on our hands, Ken, because I just looked at the Facebook page, and Mike Ferrara is not happy he didn't get his phone call. He feels disrespected that Tony Schaaf got on before he did. So we we might have to cancel our show next week because this is going to be Armageddon on the Ken Reedy show when Mike Ferrara calls in. Tony Schaaf actually was on hold. Like, he was the caller we didn't get to. So, I, you know, I wanted to get to him. So I'll, I do my best, you know. It's amazing. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just giving you breaking news from from the Facebook page. <laughs> Amazing though that we just we actually couldn't get to all the callers. I mean, it's, but thank you guys. It was great for me on my birthday to actually be able to announce us going to uh, AM radio. So uh, all you crazy guys, you know, we need it. We need another show so we can get all the callers in. So uh, you guys keep bringing it, and come March we'll have a third hour on Tuesdays uh, to keep the conversation going because it's right here. This is it. I will defy any other show out there that talks wrestling to take the Pepsi Challenge with us because we're taking over. AM Radio, here we come. March, first week in March, the Ken Reedy Show goes to the airwaves. So it will be on Sundays and Tuesdays. You guys, thank you so much for bringing it. Love when the callers bring it. And you guys really brought it this week. Thank you. We have reached the end of the show, the best wrestling talk for days. Rosenbluth, my tag team partner. I am Ken Reedy. Thank you so much. Have a great evening and good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.